Hey, hey. Hey, yo. What in the entire. You said I oh, I'm about to try it out. Like, you know. Welcome to <laughs> oh, wow. this week's episode of the <laughs> Vexed Intellect. I am Pluvio Lobo. Hmm. <laughs> I'm Jared Teo. <laughs> Fuck. Right. Um. Jameson St. James. Yeah. And we are the vexed intellects. Gentlemen, how are we today? Today, um, <laughs> you know what? It's been a wild ride the last three weeks. I do yeah. have to say that. Yeah, wild rides can be good or bad. Yeah, maybe it's not so much of a, a good ride. Okay, um, but yeah, I'm good. Good. Uh, had a good weekend. Went to went to a psychic fair. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, psychic. Yeah, yeah. That's kind not of early. For a story. No, no, it's not a story. Just, just kind of early. Just, no, just saying where the weekend went. Yeah. Went, okay. Cool. Went to a psychic how, fair. How'd that go for you? You know, it it was it was enlightening. You know, you don't you know you're not going there looking for okay I'm about to make billions of dollars and this and that, but I think I used to use it as a as a guy to give me a different perspective on things. So you know how 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 did it change your perspective? Um. You know what? I'm actually gonna write about that. Um, I got. I want to collect my thoughts and write about that. So I'm not gonna promote anything just now because you know we we on this podcast stuff right now. But I am a blogger and I and I and I want to kind of get my my point. Go ahead across. and promote your shit. Well, you know it's the damn okay. newsletter. Um, okay. You know, so so I, can I, you give us an outline of what you're yeah, doing? Yeah. I mean, I mean, basically, I, I had I had a powerful reading with this woman named Dawn. Um, you know, she kind of just. It was it was pretty enlightening, you know, some of the stuff that she just knew, because I was a skeptical, <laughs> like obviously, like you know, y'all trying to rip me off, and I was and I was kind of closed off, and she sensed that, and, and you know, a lot of things she said just it 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 just made it just made me think, even if you don't, even if oh, uh, you know, one of those psychics or clairvoyant or, or whatever, even if they don't get it all the way right, um, if it if it gives you an opportunity to think about things differently. I think it's worth it. So uh, I'm going to end up sharing the experience a little later on. Okay. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. St. James, how how are you, sir? Hey, you know, I'm doing well, man. Look, decided to take on a promotion at the job, looking for a promotion. All right. Um, Just trying to figure out what's next for me, you know, from a business perspective and really introspective thinking about like health and wealth and next steps, yada, yada. And, uh, that's that. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, I forgot your name already. (laughs) It's all good, man. Mr. Loco. I mean, uh, Lobo. Pluvio Lobo. Yeah, I knew what it was. (laughs) Cool. How was your week? Everything's good, man. Fuck your week, man. That name. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. Can't wait. wait. Hmm. This week's episode is sponsored by 
Balls. That's an acronym for... <laughs> okay. Butt, abs, leg, uh, leg, and stomach. I think they put leg twice because you have two of them. Uh, mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, really, not really sure why they did stomach and abs, though. Mm. <laughs> anyway, balls. A personal training program that focuses exclusively on your core and lower extremities. A strong core can help you get more out of the weight room and the bedroom. We'll help you regain some of that explosiveness you had as a young stud. It's summertime, fellas. Time to turn that fluff to buff. It's time to turn that flab to fab. It's time to go from chunky to hunky. It's time to... Yeah, you can yeah. picture. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Uh... Sign up today for our exclusive at-home training videos and meal plan. Our program is tailor-made to fit your busy schedule. We also offer testosterone and libido boosters. And stomach flattening tea. Once again, that is balls. Get big. Big balls. Yeah, man. Balls. Uh, core is uh, very important, you know. Apparently, abs and stomach. Absolutely, and two legs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, should yeah. if you ain't kegling while you smashing, you had a problem. There you go. Well, why, well, why no arms? You just, yeah. Who needs your arms? You can be. Okay. So you can lay on your side and. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> core strength, scissor position. <laughs> All right. I know you're married and shit. Uh, our word. Of the day is <laughs> my bad. That was a right. loud. That's yeah, it's cool. loud as fuck. <clears throat> Absquatulate. Oh, absquatulate to leave abruptly. Absquatulate. I don't have a sentence to go. With that. <laughs> All right. Okay. What does this mean again? Uh, to leave abruptly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. One of us might have to exquatulate soon. Yeah. All right. Uh, today is June 6th, 2019. A couple fun facts about June 6th. On this day in 1925, Walter Chrysler founds automobile manufacturer Chrysler Corporation. Uh, on this day in 1933, the first drive-in theater opened in Camden, New Jersey. 1966, Stokely Carmichael launches the Black Power Movement. 1968, Robert F. Kennedy dies from wounds after being shot the night prior. Hmm. And lastly, uh, on this day in 1998, Sex in the City premiered. On HBO. All right. Let's get a round of applause. Actually, uh, my girlfriend at the time was a huge Sex in the City fan. And um, she got carry fever. She did. Uh, she was more of a, what was a Samantha? It was Kim mm. Cattrall's character, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the wild one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that is a great time to get into. Fuck. 
first things first. Five. All right, we start um, with the tragic news that came out of Virginia Beach um, last Friday. Um, the Virginia Beach had a massive shooting. Um, a, a lot of lives were cut short. Uh, 11 bystanders, including the, the, the person who um, also um, did all that killing. So it is one of the deadliest episodes and uh, deadliest episodes of workplace violence in the United States in recent years. Uh, the gunman was an engineer um, that, that died during the shooting. So um, another senseless violence. Um, gentlemen, your thoughts on that? Hey, <clears throat> prayers up for uh, the family. And uh, I guess the downside for the family is that they won't have any closure because he died. Um, the upside is that he died, I guess, you know, um, if there's an upside that can be found. So, yeah, allegedly he was uh, a disgruntled employee, city employee, um, and he targeted a, a bunch of uh, tenured city employees as well, uh, men and women. Uh, so definitely uh, condolences to the families. This is uh, another senseless, senseless tragedy. And uh, You are all in uh, our prayers. Yeah, absolutely. Four. Uh, visa applications to the United States are now being required um, to also have social media accounts for the last five years, um, you know, from the State Department now. Um, these accounts um, kind of will give access to locations, um, photos, dates of birth, and other, and other milestones in people's lives who are applying for U.S. visas. Now, is this... Um, necessary for our safety at this point, or do y'all think it's an invasion of privacy? Both. <laughs> Can't expound. Or that's really it, right? Well, uh, you remember the case? Uh, I was at San Bernardino where they wanted to hack into uh, the iPhone. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They've been looking for ways to. And I mean, I'm not an NSA. I, I don't have their job. I imagine it is a very tough job uh, to protect uh, the civil liberties of citizens, but also you have to be able to thwart uh, any threats, any potential threats. And a lot of these uh, homegrown uh, you know, domestic and international uh, terrorists, uh, you know, social media is a, a breeding ground for a lot of uh, their thoughts, a lot of their rhetoric a lot of their their conversations so uh yes i do believe that it is you know uh, an invasion but i also kind of understand i guess yeah yeah thanks any, any that? uh so you know i think it's bullshit if a country starts requiring that social media history for me what the fuck i'm gonna do give them my passwords everything <laughs> <laughs> no i mean that's stupid so um i don't know it feels like something that could be right but all that's gonna do is make the folks who are really an issue not have social media true i mean this is stupid yep. so that's how i feel it's some dumb shit that's gonna make it harder for me to go somewhere i want to go because mm. we are so ahead of the game right. as if every person in this world has fucking three social media. <laughs> Don't fucking cut me off. <laughs> Fuck this shit. That's what I really feel. <laughs> All right. Well, let's give it up for the goat. The goat. Jay-Z. Jay-Z is officially, officially, 
a billionaire. Jay-Z is the first hip-hop artist to become a billionaire, according to a new cover story in Forbes. Um, as y'all know, Jay-Z has amassed his, his wealth in various things, especially music, being the greatest rapper of all time. Uh, gentlemen, is Jay-Z the most influential person in our lifetime, period? Mm. No, I'm a huge Hov fan, but I ain't doing all that. Okay. Uh, that you could you could well, definitely make the argument the for yeah. the most uh, influential in hip hop. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can contest that. Um, and you know, he's definitely a, a huge cultural influence. Just like you said, knowing where wow. he comes from and his backstory. But uh, you know, shout out to Hov, man. Uh, huge, huge Jay Z fan. You know, he and a uh, hundred three thousand are my favorite rappers right. all time. So. Uh, two of my favorite uh, artists. So uh, this is this is dope, man. Uh, dope to see everything that he's doing, not just in business, but just behind the scenes. You know, with uh, you know, what he did with Meek. Yeah. Uh, you know his mentorship. Uh, you know, getting a little Uzi out of his contract. Uh, you know, Hove just you know paying uh Lil Wayne's taxes. Like Hove is just the goat, man. And yeah. I, you know, I'm happy to to hear that. So look, I'm gonna start this off by saying uh, I know he's coming for me. <laughs> congratulations to the HO. Young HO. <laughs> so uh, you know, hey, shout out to him, man, becoming a billionaire. Uh I think some folks thought that uh Dr. Dre hit billionaire status first. I think some folks thought that um Diddy hit billionaire status first, but you know, these articles are based off of what people think so we really don't know what's true speculation right? it's yeah. all speculation based off of what they value the interest in companies that they know about and the money that they know they have so i'd venture to say that uh, the names that i named already uh, let's throw 50 cent in the bunch since he got a big payout from his uh, vitamin water thing uh, those guys are you know close and so shout out to hove because he's he's the greatest but <laughs> the fuck jared damn <laughs> i want to spark conversation man. the you most know? influential person in our time in our lifetime I, I don't i don't i don't think so but i want to ask you your I, I do want to give you some kudos to shouting out that jay-z song in my lifetime well hey oh y'all know i was a fan yeah. too did you motherfucker still don't okay <laughs> <laughs> it's all right cool. number two all right, Meek Mills had a good week. Uh, we'll start first of one of two stories that, that we're covering here on a Vix Intellects. Uh, a video on May 25th on Instagram uh, had showed Meek Mills' um, um, security personnel at the hotel telling him he was um, not allowed inside and would be arrested for trespassing. The Cosmopolitan Hotel apologized to Meek Mill after the rapper was um, accused the establishment of them dis discriminating, can't even say the word, I'm not even drinking, discriminating against Western. <laughs> discriminating against him. Did the cosmopolitan, cosmopolitan wow, <laughs> make a mistake or or is this apology just kind of covering their ass? Hey, you know, when they see us. <laughs> um, Hey, man, they uh, apologize. They came with their tail tucked between their legs. They bent the knee if you will. Uh, and I don't think that it's about him. I think that it's just about the backlash, um, you know, and on one hand, I think that it's dope that, you know, the, the, the will of the people uh, via 
you know, bad Yelp reviews and, and the mob mentality on social media uh, can spawn change in some of these situations. Uh, on another hand, I kind of agree with uh, what some have said, you know, like, why be somewhere where you're not wanted? Like, yeah. why go anywhere where you're not wanted? But, yep. They apologize. Uh, so, all right. Yeah. I mean, I, that's how I feel too. It's like, uh, I don't want to go anywhere they don't want me. You know, but sometimes you got to make a stand for folks that are not you. True. True. And True. so it's possible that that's what happened here. And uh, this is part one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. What's next? The next part, um, Meek Mill actually granted a new hearing in Philadelphia with a superior court judge. So um, basically from the um, the issues that he was having earlier, um, as, as y'all know, he had, he had issues with this with, with this judge, Brinkley. Who was previously overseeing the case? Um, there was there was thought that she was a little biased against Meek, so now he actually has a, a hearing in, uh, in in place for July sixteenth. So, gentlemen, your thoughts on that? I'm happy for that brother, man. I'm happy. You know, he essentially his entire adulthood has been on probation, and you know, has had the clamps on him. You know, uh, imagine having someone looking over your shoulder for every little thing. Uh, so to be granted a new trial after all the people came, you know, to his uh, assistance, you know, Ruben, the uh, owner of of uh, the Sixers, Michael Ruben, uh, you know, Jay-Z, uh, Robert Kraft, like, you know, he, he really had some heavy hitters in his corner. So I'm happy for that, brother. I'm happy that he's uh, going to get a fair shake, hopefully here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, me too. You know, it's always good to get a, a second chance at a first chance. Or a second chance at a second chance, actually, uh, we'll call it. And he's uh, he's definitely been plagued. You know, I hope that um, he insulates himself from uh, further issues going forward. So there's not even the doubt or reasonable doubt of him being uh, back in the system. All right. And that was first things first. Sorry, yeah, I was trash this week. I was, but that was first things first. Thank you for working with me. Don't. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, so, you know, I'm just being honest. We want to get better. So we're getting better. All right. What's next? Uh, and our word of the day again was what? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> to leave abruptly? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel after. Escalate. What? what? Absquatulate. Absquatulate. Is that, is that with a P or a B? Absquatulate. Oh. Absquatulate. Mm-hmm. I need to absquatulate to the lavatory. Oh, okay. BRB. Well, all right. All right. All right. Well, uh, guess that is a good time. Yep. A great time. A great time for uh, sports. Get into that. Uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, James hates sports. Yeah, he's not a sports guy. No. It's more of a wine and cheese kind of character. So, is that the wrong with it? Can you close the door, please? <laughs> anyway, all right, folks, it's that time. It's time for Vexed Sports. Yo, that voice is getting better. All right. So while Jameson is away, uh, the Boston Bruins. Uh, <laughs> 
are beating the shit out of the St. Louis Blues. He ran back. Even though they, hold on, let me mute him uh, before he gets back on the mic. Um, <laughs> hold on one motherfucking second. All right, folks, uh, both mics have been muted uh, with the exception of mine. Uh, hold on, uh, hold on one mic. second. Uh, <laughs> Go Blues. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Um, oh, man. The series is actually tied, unfortunately. Uh, the Blues tied it on last night, so we have a 2-2. Yeah, 2-2. Uh, yeah, did you wash your hands while you touching the buttons and shit? Ugh, <laughs> man. Wow. All right. Uh, the NBA Finals uh, <laughs> is also tied uh, currently. The Golden State Warriors and the Toronto Raptors are tied 1-1 after the Warriors uh, split the series and stole one uh, in Toronto. I think it's over now. <laughs> it is over. Yeah, yeah, they messed up by allowing what them to get back into it. In your pocket? Uh, Liverpool. Y'all know that song? FC uh, wins the <laughs> UEFA Super Cup against <laughs> Chelsea over the weekend. Uh, shout out to Liverpool. Know a lot of Red fans. Uh, and I uh, <laughs> don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Anthony Joshua uh, oh, man. got his ass whooped. By uh, the destroyer. Wow. Viva la raza. Conan the destroyer. <laughs> uh, Ruiz uh, knocked him down four times, and uh, they finally uh, called it via TKO uh, in the seventh round. Anthony Joshua is a bum. Uh, his chin is sweet, and uh, now we see why he's been ducking the fade from uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, a hold on, bronze hold on. bomber. He's not a bum. It, no one. So we, first off, he's not a bum, and secondly, is his name really the bronze bomber? Uh, Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Dude, hmm. I mean, we want to talk about the the Drake curse because he did pose with Drake he prior did. to prior yeah. to There's the two L's for Drake this yeah, weekend yeah. between the Raptors and uh, Joshua. <laughs> I saw a meme about Drake. <laughs> Yeah, they showed all the pictures with him and all the NBA stars, and the meme was like, "He wants to be an NBA wife so bad." <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know that uh, he had Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant's numbers tattooed on his arm. You serious? I'm dead ass. Serious. Like I said, he wants wow. to be an NBA wife so bad. So that first game where he won the uh, Del Curry jersey, um, he wow. uh, had a wristband over the tattoo. But he has their Golden State Warrior numbers tattooed on his arm. Dude, that's the usually, first time he had a questionable tattoo, right? Yeah, I was gonna say I usually ride with Drake, but uh, I might have to jump off the nah. Drake train. Wow, picture of it for you guys. So he has thirty-five serious? and thirty. Yeah, tattooed on his What's arm. What's wrong with these guys? Are you sure this ink, real ink? Nah, it's real ink, bro. Wow, he's a weird guy. That's uh, yeah, questionable uh, choice to say the yeah. least. Well, but, they uh, are in L.A. That's true. And Aisha did say she needed some attention. So who knows what's going on there? Yeah. So sad, sad day. But can we go back to Anthony Joshua? Okay. Like how in the fuck? Dude. That no. dude looked like the uh, what was the Godzilla no. do from the uh, um, Mike Tyson punch out? Remember the dude? Oh yeah, yeah, gorilla, yeah. Gorilla King guy. Hippo, King Hippo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he got beat by King Hippo. I heard some Butterbean wow. uh, comparisons Butter too. Bean yeah, but, uh, nah, Ruiz got hands, man. Like, yeah, if, if yeah you, no, yeah, no, no. If you're familiar with boxing, you know that he, you know, he his uh, one loss was a uh, 
was questionable. Uh, but he, he actually has hand speed. Yep. Uh, now, Joshua did knock him down first, uh, so he did take a, the first knockdown. But, man, he came back swinging. And uh, what really happened, if you, you were paying attention, I don't want to you know turn this into a sports pod or whatever <clears throat> and disengage people, but uh, he hit him. Uh, one of the, the first shot that hurt Joshua was the one that hit him in the back of the ear. And, you know, that knocks your equilibrium yeah, off. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you think that, you know, when you get caught with an uppercut and that knocks, you know, your jaw up, you know, that that you can hear the ear though. That that, that, that was an illegal punch too. It was illegal. It was, but uh, yeah, that that fight continued. So yeah, so you know he kept getting up, so he wasn't like knocked out, but he was woozy because his he was off. So what does Mills Lane say? Protect yourself at all times. Facts. Facts. So anyway, that's the saddest outcome. People people were like ready. For Anthony Joshua to lose, I'm very sad that he lost. But <laughs> it's the only thing I'll say is that you know he lost one fight. Even the greatest has lost a fight or two. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Well, let me ask you this before we move on. After watching that, uh, like I said, you think he really wants to smoke with Wilder? No. But Wilder, Wilder proved that he's not all that either. But if he catches you, yeah. the power. Yeah, but I mean, if he catches you, that's true. I mean, he just got beat by a journeyman fighter, basically. Well, he didn't lose. Was, uh, well, he should have. He should have. Yeah, I'll go with you on that. So, he, you know, he lost that. that. But the, the problem is that when you're underdog, sometimes you got to win decisively with a knockout. Mm-hmm. You can't win by points. But Fury won that boxing match by points. I've heard only like 5% of folks who are just blind uh, saying that uh, – Fury lost, but Fury won that shit. To this day. To this day. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. <laughs> All right. It's above me now, though. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't like That's that. That's how we feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually, I thought that was a pretty funny meme. Oh, the one uh, yeah. is above me now. Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. That's why actually. I said it. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't get the reference? I didn't actually. Okay. Oh, I get it. No, you know what? You. Damn, you on your way today, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all used the old thing. one. I was like, let me use a new one. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, it uh, is above me. It is above me. It is above me. Uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I, I got to. Well, yeah, on. play that. Well, it doesn't really give you much detail. No, nah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't. All right. Uh, we here at the Vex Intellects love the ladies. And to show our appreciation for the ladies, uh, each week we do a segment entitled You Glow Girl, where we highlight incredible feats done by women. Uh, Jared Dam, who do you have this week? I have LaDonna Jeffries. Yeah, that for her. Yeah. LaDonna Jeffries uh, actually created a children's book that celebrates the culture of HBCUs. Um, so she she said homecoming, which is the title of the book, um, celebrates the culture attending of, of attending a HBCU homecoming. When I began teaching, students would ask what college I attended. And, and I soon learned um, that a lot of students were not aware of HBC, HBCUs. So um, having a having a young daughter, it, I, I, it, it made me think about it because having a young daughter, I don't know if she's. All that educated with HBCU, so that you know, I want to kind of just, I want to have some serious talks with her, um, you know, this summer, 
and just you know pick her brain, see what she knows, and just have her ex- explore. So this one, this when I when I saw this story, it it, it touched me to be a better dad. So Ladonna Jeffries, you glow girl. You glow girl. All right. Um, so I'll go next. I wanted to do something uh, a little unorthodox. Uh, so for my choice today, I'm going to go with uh, Leah Chase. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was close to doing that. Yeah. Yeah, lifetime, if yeah, you will, uh, you glow girl, uh, to uh, the great Leah Chase, uh, the queen of Creole. Um, she was the owner Dookie of uh, Chase. Dookie Chase Restaurant in New Orleans, in New Orleans. Uh, where she served everyone from Martin Luther King Jr., Nat King Cole, to presidents such as uh, Barack Obama and uh, George W. Bush, uh, even right after Katrina. Didn't didn't Bill Clinton tap dance down there too? Mm-hmm. Uh, she also okay. served Beyonce, Jay-Z. Um, Ray Charles actually rewrote the lyrics to Early in the Morning Blues in tribute to the restaurant. Wow. Uh, the lyric was, uh, I went to Dookie Chase to get me something to eat. The waitress looked at me and said, Ray, you sure look beat. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Chase was uh, much more than a gifted chef, although she would argue that there is no greater calling than feeding people. Uh, at the restaurant, Miss Chase fed hungry freedom riders fresh off the road and hosted meetings of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, NAACP. Uh, she let a young Thurgood Marshall use her telephone to call Robert F. Kennedy. Even when he phoned in lunch orders, uh, excuse me, even uh, when phoned in lunch orders uh, were pouring in. Uh, Miss Chase passed away this past weekend at the age of 96 years old. So to Miss Leah Chase, you glow girl. You glow girl. All right. So uh, I, too, am going to be a little bit unorthodox All right. uh, today. I want to go for a four for one. It's crazy. Hmm. But uh, so there was a new program created called Pipeline to Possibilities. Uh, it focuses on changing the pipeline of prison into the local school system around the city of Dallas. It was created by four sisters, uh, members of Alpha Cap Alpha and Delta Sigma Theta. These four sisters are judges in four of the uh, court uh, districts, judicial districts around the city of Dallas. So I'm going to read their name. Shout out to Judge Shaquita Kelly. Could be Shaquita. Judge Amber Givens Davis. Judge Stephanie Mitchell. And Judge Lisa Green. Uh, shout out to them for taking into their hands because uh, they're in a position of power where they can make a difference. Uh, shout out to them for trying to make a difference in our community by thwarting uh, the um, prison pipeline. You glow girls. You glow girls. All right, all right, all right. All right, I... Uh had a couple of uh, asking intellects this week, but a dumbass here was so uh, ready to get out of uh, <laughs> work today that I left them at the printer. So, uh, yeah, don't have those. Maybe we can save them for next week, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So 
Let me uh play a quick clip, man. I want to uh, have some dialogue on something that I came across uh, on the socials uh, this weekend. Uh, one sec. According to dating experts and marriage counsellors, the one thing that will kill the most relationships this year is this. 100 years ago, when people fell in love, things were completely different. They didn't have thousands of people at their fingertips who they could turn to for a false sense of appreciation when their relationships inevitably got hard. After an argument, they couldn't just pick up a device and swipe through thousands and thousands of apparently flawless filtered faces that live just around the corner, one message away from supposedly giving you exactly what you're looking for. When you scroll through social media, you'll see relationships that look perfect. The long, lovey-dovey posts about being with my best friend, the cute selfies, the romantic anniversary pictures. We see these things, but we never see reality. The arguments, the conflicts, and the difficulties that all relationships have. So our expectations change. And naturally, we start comparing our relationships to a false standard. According to dating experts and marriage counselors, the one thing that will kill the most relationships this year is unmet expectations. And the problem is, social media is making our expectations unrealistic. And the difference between what you expect and what you get equals your level of satisfaction or frustration. These unmet, unrealistic expectations in a new social media world where we live under a false illusion of choice has meant that people are now dipping out of perfectly good relationships in search of that fairy tale relationship that doesn't actually exist. And they will never find it. Social media has made perfect to look normal and therefore good has become disposable. Once upon a time when relationships faced problems, people understood that that was to be expected. They communicated and tried to fix it. But today, if a relationship faces a challenge, people compare it to a false expectation, presume that a problem means they've met the wrong person, they blame that person for not meeting their expectations, throw the relationship away, and go in search of that fictional relationship that social media told them to expect. A study of 12,000 couples proved that people who see relationships as something they have to work on, as opposed to something that is either perfect or wrong, had the happiest, most successful and longest relationships. They avoided complacency, worked hard to keep it fresh, solved conflicts and communicated effectively. We are the connected generation, the unsatisfiable generation, the generation who find it incredibly easy to find love, but almost impossible to keep it. We're told that love should be a fairy tale, but ironically, fairy tales might just be the enemy of love. And not just because we look for fairy tale relationships, but because we're looking for them on a fairy tale timeline. Society tells us to get a degree at 18, a job at 21, fall in love by 25 and buy a house by 30, have kids at 35 and retire at 60. The stories of how our lives are meant to be going lead us to make poor love decisions in order to meet fairy tale timelines, and people end up getting into relationships not because they're compatible, but because society has told them that they should be, and it's made them scared of being alone. The truth is, one of the other reasons so many relationships are ending in 2018 is because they were created for the wrong reasons and they were never meant to start in the first place. It takes a strong person to remain single in a world that is accustomed to settling with anything just to say you have something. And once you have something, something worthwhile, in 2018 it takes an even stronger person to realise that, to not take it for granted and to work hard to keep it. To work hard to keep it. Wow. Uh, there's a lot there. 
That's a lot. Uh, to a unpack, lot. but uh, I agree with <clears throat> everything that gentleman said. Does it sound more authentic because he has an English voice? Yep. Actually, yes. Yes. That's, that's, that's Everything facts. sounds more prim and proper when you speak with the Queen's English, yeah? yeah I kind of work on my accent. You sure do. Yeah. <laughs> All I got is Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> Right. It's shout not out to, so. Shout out to Shreveport. It's not right. Yeah. Um, I have Louisiana, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> right to uh, chap. What I do want to say this. Um, you're right. Every Everything that he said was 100% on the button. Um, it's it's hard. You can, you can have that mindset and tell yourself, you know, I'm not comparing myself to others. Or you know, social media, you know, it's 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 not real. But the bottom line is, if you have a social media account and you're just going through the timeline, it's going to seep in. And I and I think that's what people. What's going to seep in? This idea of having, um, you know, perfection. perfect perfection. And and you're right. Uh, relationships are fucking hard work. Let, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Can you bring it on home? How's it, how's it impact with you? Um, I can't. I can. I can't honestly say that you know you can. You know, especially if you, if you have an argument with your like for me, if I had an argument with my spouse, and it doesn't matter. It's actually I think it enhances if you have. I mean, like the dumb of the argument, the <laughs> the worse it is. Like I think we had an argument about her bank card being in the bathroom. <laughs> what? I, it, yeah. What? Something stupid. It's it's stupid. All right. What's up, Kim? Dumb arguments. Uh, so, I um uh, we we had we had that, but yeah, you you can go through a timeline and, and and look at this you know this couple and oh yeah they're at the game together and they're smiling and they're happy and you know oh look look we just gave little Jimmy a you know a birthday celebration and we're all one big loving family and I'm like I'm fucking arguing about a bank card in a goddamn bathroom. So it 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 does it does um it does mess with your mind. It does it you you do have false expectations and it's and it's important to to stay grounded. It's important to 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 realize that nothing on this earth is perfect no matter how it's portrayed and and that you know it's got to be a constant level of communication, constant it's got to be constantly working on your relationship. And so that's the main thing that everyone needs to have in the back of their mind. So that's what I got from that. Okay. Uh, comparison is uh, the thief of joy. And um, one of the things that really stood out to me that he said in that piece was, uh, you know, how everyone looks at what all these other relationships are posting uh, they look at celebrity relationships and his hashtag goals. Uh, and, you know, social media, while it connects us, it also ruins us, man. Absolutely. I really feel like it, it ruins us today. Yeah. Something to consider, right? So from a just normalcy perspective, it makes you feel like being normal is a problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because no one discusses an L 
Nope. On uh, social media, I don't well, your highlights. It's, it's uh, very, very few center. folks. Yeah. Very yeah. few folks. Some people right? overshare. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's always very peculiar when they overshare like that. Um, it's a cry. You know, I, I appreciate people who yes. share the good and the bad, um, because you can't really learn from the bad, from the good. Like I can't learn from what your your highlight, right? You getting a new car, I can't learn from that. You um, getting married, I can't learn from that. I can learn from what there's a train being run. <laughs> Try not to. <laughs> Through the back door of uh, <laughs> West Midtown. And there are the annals, whichever you prefer. So um, I can't learn from you pulling out of your parking, pull, you know, taking a picture of your new car in your driveway. Yeah. I can learn from what you created, what you did, who you were being that made you earn that car or that helped you level up. Um, I can't learn from your, your marriage just because you're married, because who's to say you aren't married just because of the photo op. Right. Or because you thought you're supposed to be married right now. Right. I know lots of folks who are married uh, just because they think it's the right time or someone told they sh- told them they should be married. So mm-hmm. so I think it's very, very um, poignant that um, he would share that because, you know, love and relationships are a game. You know, I myself have been on um, a dating app, uh, not on a dating app anymore, but I was. And uh, when I was on that app, you know, it was essentially – mind-numbing swiping mm-hmm. you know i think a lot of times i was just swiping because i was bored yeah you know you know fortunately um i also read some profiles as well so i've had some good interactions but sometimes you you know you just swipe because hey oh well here's somebody here yeah. or i'm out of town or i'm bored or i'm sitting at home so that's my two cents or it was probably more like 12 cents, but hey. So I saw, uh, adjust for inflation. I saw uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a, a meme uh, that said, uh, and it puts in uh, quotations, I want a husband. And it had like a million <laughs> S's in there. This was, this was by a woman? Yes. And uh, <laughs> it responded, uh, no, <laughs> you want something to post on social media. You don't want to forgive, to let go. To serve, to forsake others, submit, leave, cleave, whatever that means, communicate, cleave, you know, fast for, cover, apologize, and to be accountable. You want trips to prove to exes and to be able to say someone validated your worthiness with a ring. I thought that was interesting. A woman actually posted that. Yeah. That means, I thought that was interesting. Very Uh, interesting. I I think. Just going back in real. I think just going back on on your point, uh, Jameson. Um, you, you know, I don't know. I, you know, I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. Well, he also it. spoke on uh, expectation. You know, yeah. it's one of the, the the things that he spoke on quite a bit. Uh, you got it back. Yeah, got it back. All right, Thank go you. Ahead. All right. Um, 
we talk about the oversharing part, and and I and I kind of joke that yeah, I'm guilty of charge, but I am um, to a, a certain degree. I am an oversharer on a lot of different things on social media, and and from what you said, that's why you know you can't today. I, you know I, you can, you can post something about your food like I did today, but you're not going to learn from it. But if I food look good, by the way. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, but you know, but you are gonna learn from what I'm going through and 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 what I'm saying because there's a lot of times um, that I would write about you know my bouts with depression and I would put it out there and it and it wasn't at that point. Sometimes and just to be completely honest, sometimes it was at that, at that point because I I needed some attention at that point. Because I was going through so much and I just needed some support. But a lot of times I put it out there nervous. I'm just super nervous about doing it. But I, I felt that it was important to put it out there so it could it could warrant a conversation. Um and I was lucky enough that, you know, some of my, you know, followers and, and friends would see something like that and, and say, I appreciate you for, you know, having the balls to post that. Uh, now whether it's depression or whether it's you talking about your relationships and in in the heartache and the struggle, I think that's an important part that that we've touched on in multiple episodes um, of this podcast. Is that no one wants to highlight that L, and so by by doing that, you're opening up conversation. You're open. People can learn from that, like you said. So I think that was a good point that you made. Thank you. Yeah. So one other thing I could bring up in the same vein. I was watching my boy Gary V uh, not long ago, and he was talking about your how boy, <laughs> <laughs> my boy, <laughs> Gary V. Uh, he was talking about how we create these issues with the younger generation. Like, if you look around, like fifty to seventy year old folks, they talk about how the younger generation is too sensitive or they don't have a work ethic or, you know, all these different things. And then he said, you know, Hey, the 50 to seven year olds, y'all created it. You guys are the parents, you know, it's like who gets the trophy for eighth, eighth, eighth point, eighth place. Like if you're, if you're swimming in a swimming meet, you used to get first and second, maybe third, maybe, maybe third. Uh, If you're playing in a tournament, first, second, third, now you're getting trophies for the last place. And so I'll say all that to say is everything's a win to everybody. Yep. And so they're only looking at looking at the wins. Nobody wants to learn, grow from an L. Right. Now I've taken enough L's. Uh not too too many, but you know, one or two. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be on all social media platforms. I guess I would. <laughs> right, 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 right. Don't. <laughs> anyway, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I wanted to touch uh, on the expectation piece. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think I'm on record even on this podcast of saying that expectation kills everything. Mm-hmm. Because. Anything that looks different from what you've created in your mind that the thing should look like will be seen as a disappointment. Right. 
Uh, so this perfect picture that you've created, oh, I, I'm going to, you know, and I, in one of my previous relationships, probably my, my last long-term relationship, um, you know, she had had all of these age measurables. So by this age, I want to have this. And, and by this age, I want to have that and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I believe in the law of attraction. I believe in, you know, uh, the power of the tongue and then mm. saying what you want and believing it, that it, that is yours. But, uh, you know, <laughs> certain things, you know, you, you have no control over, like mm-hmm. you can't control another person. You can't control, you know, everything in a relationship. You can only control yourself. And though you may want those things, are you doing the things necessary, uh, you know, to make that happen? So, um, and, and then not allowing things to happen organically. Yeah. You know, just okay, well no, it's gotta happen by now. Like even like after we had broken up, we were toying around with the idea of getting back with each other and she had stipulations, like, you know, well, we have to get married uh, have to have a kid, excuse me, within a year, even if we're not married. And I'm just like oh. Yeah, dead ass, mm. grown ass woman in her thirties saying that. And I understand, you know, you, you have a clock, but it's like eh, you know, you, you coming at me with that, like so no, regardless to where we are in the situation, right. you know, where we are with, with getting things back right you you know hey, well now we gotta have a kid though like that's before everything and it's just like you know eh, you know but yeah expectations man expectations and i think a lot of people get expectations and standards confused absolutely yep so Great the point. two are, are two totally different things your expectation again is the picture that you've painted you know i expect this to be this i expect this to be that and then your standards are well these are my non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. You know, you must have, you know, blank or whatever. Like those are two totally different things. And I think people get those confused. Yeah, man. You know, I'm a, I'll put myself in this yeah. conversation, you know, even though I'm cusper, not quite a millennial, not quite a Gen Xer. Um, I want to be a millionaire. By the time I turned 30, mm-hmm. that was my number. Me too. <laughs> before that uh, I never wanted to you know being born in the 70s million dollars that was the number I was looking for you know I wanted to be there by the time I was 30 so you know never you know when I left college I said hey I'll never work for anybody ever right those were my that was that was the things that I said you know learned a business started a business very young was in that business for I don't know seven years somewhere in there maybe six, and then I took a year to try and create some other stuff. Uh, social media was probably coming out uh, around that time uh, or becoming very popular. I wasn't on like Black Planet or MySpace, really. I was on there, but not really enough to really communicate and talk. Um, it was a fucking bummer, man. You know, I was very close to the goal uh, from a there was only one or two key decisions that I made that kept me from, you know, being where I wanted to be when I wanted to be there. Um, did I share those things, those couple key decisions that kept me, kept me, um, and they were all my fault. It was nothing that, uh, no outside forces. It was just subtle decisions that I wasn't in tune to and subtle things that I didn't push through. Uh, to get where I needed to go. It wasn't a, I'm going to hit this 
or die mm. scenario. Uh, and so, you know, I can say, you know, for myself, you know, I made those mistakes. I made those errors. But um, the difference is today, if someone was in my position and made those errors, <clears throat> they might kill themselves hmm. uh, because there's so much out there. And when you are pushing and striving to make those goals, you're watching and listening and learning and from folks who are successful often. Folks who are the guru. Uh, And today, gurus are just influencers. Mm. (laughs) They may not necessarily have. Yeah, I I love the word, though, you know, because it really it really what it does is it um, the word influencer is basically all that a motivational speaker is. Uh, They're influencers. But the difference is, is that. The connotation of influencer today it doesn't mean that you have credentials right that's the problem uh and you could so be a motivational speaker without credentials you could be a relationship right. expert i will name names without <laughs> having credentials yeah. yeah and so so what i'd say is i think the negative spin on influencers is whether you have the credentialing or not or whether you have the ability to present a message that people want to consume Right. Or if you went to the fire festival. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so what I'd say is, is that, you know, if, you know, when I was 28, 27, I was doing my own thing. Let's say 20, let's say 26. Cause that's about when I made the decision to change businesses. Um, I would have taken an L or two. I might've been sleeping, sitting on my couch for, on my parents' couch for 10 years, you know, but I got a job. You know, because that instant gratif- gratification uh, wasn't part of how I was raised. We didn't get trophies for last place. You either were very good or you sat your ass down. There wasn't a JV to the JV. So. If it was, I would have made the team. Yeah, sure. That's what I <laughs> so I wanted to go to uh, the end of that video and we can move on to. The next thing after this, uh, what do y'all think about what he said about being single, you know, and how a lot of people uh, will settle uh, for relationships just to say that you have somebody. Right. I I see so many people, men and women, uh, that, you know, jump from relationship to relationship on social media, you know, got a new boo this week or, you know. You see all the jokes about, like, oh, what happened to uh, the, <laughs> that boo that you was pumping up last week? You know, we, you shared it with all of us. So we all, you know, that's, that's all our relationship. Like, what, what happened? It got real quiet. And now it's posting powerful quotes and, you know, <laughs> you know, spiritual stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I wanted to read a, a, a meme, uh, actually, that I had come across. It said, uh, if you are hurting, you should be healing, not dating. True. Uh, and there was another one that said the reason why so many potential relationships fail is because people are broken yet trying to date. True. Uh, healing requires isolation. And most people haven't conquered the battle of being alone. Uh, now, I enjoy my me time and my solitude, so I have no problem with that. Um, 
But uh, what do you guys think about that? Like, I'm pretty sure you all see some people that just, you know, like, damn, when she just with the other nigga last week? And, you know, like, you see people jumping, like, you know, from situation to situation. Like, do you feel that those people need to be in a, air quotes, relationship uh, to, to feel validation? The social pressure, man. Yeah. There's different pressures today than there were. I mean, it's the same pressure, right? Let me say this. So 20 years ago, folks were getting pressure to get married. Yep. 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, 60 years ago. But I think the distinction is there was a social norm of getting married. Now there's just this rusty old antiquated uh, construct that folks live into. Right. And I think people are just afraid to live their truth because the social pressures are so great uh, that it prevents them from doing such. Yeah, I want to um, actually touch on it, the the part about the healing. Um, I think, and I know a lot of people that, you know, they, they love hard. <laughs> like they, like they meet, they meet a person uh, within a couple of days. That's they boo, you know, uh, bookation, love of my life. Oh, I, I love him so much. You know, a month or two later, <laughs> it's it's a wrap. Yeah, um, fleeting. Yeah, and 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 that's and that's the problem where you're not taking that time to heal. You're not taking that time. You, they say they say a, a wounded animal is is the most dangerous animal, and when your heart is broken, you're wounded. Yeah, you know. So and and the I the the problem is when you have a broken heart, you're you're more um, liable to hurt the person that you're with and you, you and hurt yourself, you know, cause hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saying. You know, that's an interesting comment. Yeah. Um, is it that hurt people hurt people or <laughs> just hurt people are only giving folks a portion of themselves the, all they got to give. Right. Mm-hmm. And if someone is whole and complete, which you would assert a non hurt person is, uh, are they just given their full self and you're giving your full self and your full self is just a diminished version of the best you could be. Those two things butted up against each other, I think is where the hurt comes from. So last thing I'll say is that um, I don't think the hurt people hurt folks intentionally. No, absolutely. I think they go into it, you know, with their best effort Mm -hmm. often, you know, I think folks hurt people (laughs) Just in general, they hurt. Some people hurt folks on in, in, on purpose, right? Because they're assholes. Everybody's because, a savage. <laughs> yeah, because, Everybody. because of the social media yeah. uh, desire to be a savage. Uh, but what I'd say is that um, I don't think people go into stuff wholeheartedly, and it's hard. It's hard to know. The older you get, the harder it is to really know what's real. Yeah. Uh, Self-awareness. Yeah. I think uh, is, is, you know, Mm. that's what, that's when being alone, you know, you find out who you are. You're able to, you know, uh, dissect what just happened in the situation that you just got out of, where it went wrong. Um, You know, so, so often we, um, you know, when, when, when people ask, you you ever notice (laughs) Very rarely when asked, okay, what happened with y'all, that it's ever, 
a lot of accountability. You know, it's a well, he did this mm-hmm. and then he did that and blah, 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 blah. And he was just this. And it's like, you know, that time where you're supposed to be alone and, and figure it out, you know, figure out who you are, figure out what you want, figure out, you know, what you did like from this, this situation that you're just getting out of, you know, what, what you won't stand mm-hmm. for, um, you know, self-awareness. Um, you know, I was asked, you know, uh, not too, too long ago, like, what do I, you know, what, what's, what's attractive, you know, to me, uh, and women. And, and that was one of the things that I said, uh, you know, it's, you know, someone that's self-aware, like, cause even though I'm still learning, even though I'm a student of life, I like to think that I, I'm pretty self-aware and, um, but open to, you know, uh, you know, if, if I'm Feedback. doing something, yeah, you know, something that, 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 you know, makes you feel a way, you know, then, you know, tell me about it and I'll, I'll take it and I'll, you know, unpack it and I'll, you know, I'll get back with you on it. But, um, I want to read one more thing, man. Um, until men and women start having honest conversations about who they truly are, what demons they battle with, where they lack and what they truly want, love will continue to be a temporary emotion. Mm. Honesty and communication are key. Stop being afraid to speak on where you are. I, I think that's interesting because when you when you read that um, coupled with um, what you said about um, being self-aware and how you feel confident that you're, you're self-aware, if I'm being honest, I don't think I'm that self-aware. No? No. Yeah, no. I was just about to ask. I don't, I don't think yeah. I am. No, because... Comment on that. Because for me... um. You know, I spent a, either I've been in a relationship or I spent a lot of time, you know, giving to others, being a captain, if you will. And <laughs> and it, it, it got to a point where I took comfort in that and didn't, you know, so I took comfort in actually the, the giving part and didn't necessarily ask my, myself, what do I want to do? What do I like? Why? I'm, it's got to a point where. It, I was doing it and hated the fact that I was doing it. So I would, I would say, why the hell am I still doing this? So did you feel like that was your identity at that point? Yeah. And you can't turn back. Yeah. 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 I felt I, I did. I, I felt like there was no way out. I was like, well, this is the only way that I can validate myself because mm-hmm. this, this is the only thing I've identified will validate myself. So, so fuck roll with it. So do you think that that is an uncommon thing for the human experience? Oh no, definitely not. It's, so it's uncommon it's, that people can admit to it, yes. Okay. But no, it's, yeah, it's definitely fair. not uncommon. So so the point I was going to bring up is that people are just not that self-aware. Nope. Uh, and so I don't think self-awareness is necessarily what I look for in a person. Uh, them being aware is nice. Uh, but what I'd say is I probably personally look for someone who is – in the inquiry of life, like in the inquiry of who they are, how they're feeling and things that are going on. Now, is it because you question things and you are trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work? Does that mean that you are, um, uh, that you're self-aware? I don't know, but I think that there is a desire, uh, to be self-aware and have an understanding. And I think on even higher spectrum than that is um, someone who meets you in a place where you say, hey, I want to understand you. You want to understand me. 
I think that's where, for me, relationships start. It's like, hey, you can be, I think self-awareness is one thing, but authenticity is another. So being authentic with who you are, uh, how you feel in the moment, um, and maybe that's a piece of awareness. You, you could make the case that that's a piece of awareness, but I think that uh, that authenticity is really what I look for. It's just being genuine. Um, but it's hard to find. Okay, let me ask you this then. Um, do you think a person can be authentically themselves if they don't, or if they're not like self-aware of, of who they are? Like can, can yeah, so um, I'd like for you or someone look up a definition of self-awareness. Um, not that I think that we have an incorrect understanding. Uh, I'm just asking that question because, sure. Uh, Self-awareness you're, you're, is a noun and it's defined as a conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. Okay, cool. So I think that... Um, so the question you ask is, can someone be authentic without being self-aware? And I would say yes, because hmm. your awareness and your authenticity often go hand in hand. And so because you don't know, because I think the discovery of oneself is a discovery and it unfolds. Sure. And your authenticity is something that happens where you are. And so you can only be as authentic as your awareness is. So if your awareness of, of self, which is a construct, is low, I think that your authenticity can only be at that level. So if my awareness of self is, hey, I'm out here doing my thing, meeting chicks, pimping, blah, 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 I'm only, that's authentic to who I am today, but my level of awareness, right? Uh, and so... You can present. But if that's who you are, you're aware of that. Well, if that's who you are in at this that moment, time, at your yeah. level of self-awareness. You know what you know, but and, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And so what I'm saying is your authenticity can only, it, it, it can only go as deep as your awareness. Right. You can't be more authentic than you're aware. So, yeah, or, that's what I asked, though. Like, yeah. as you said, that self-awareness wasn't like a, a big, you don't really need that per se, right? Right. But you would like for them to be authentic in who they yeah. are. So yeah. that, that, yeah. so I mean, so you understand, you're trying to understand how I make the dichotomy there. Yeah. And so I think the dichotomy there is because your authenticity, though your authenticity can only be at the level of your awareness. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily, you could be totally unaware, but authentic with your <laughs> lack of awareness. Okay. Right. When framed that way, it makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. That's why. I, yeah, I was trying to switch. Okay. That. Like I was, yeah. I was ready to be like, nah. But when you said that, okay. Well, no, because uh, I get. Yeah. I think we all know people that's just like. Uh, I got a cousin. And I ain't gonna say no names, but she just wild. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. But she's herself. So <laughs> right. like she's just naturally. That's just who she is. She says what she feels. She's passionate. She just you know, this is me. Ah, get it. Right. But I, I, I don't think she's very self aware. <laughs> yeah. So when you frame it that way, uh, I, I see what you're saying. I, so, I get yeah. it. And there's something to that genuineness, right? That authenticity, mm -hmm. like you, you know, you, it's very uh, endearing mm. to people. Like, like, wow, that person is 
you know, they're, they're just themselves. And right. I like that shit. Yeah. I wish I could be more like that. Like, yeah. It I, does yeah. draw you in. You, you're yeah. Not, you're not putting on airs. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. And and I'd what say. What you see is what you give. Yeah. I would say that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty authentic guy. <laughs> but I'm more aware and more reserved with my full self. Mm. And so. Uh, I think I look for that authenticity because I strive and want to be yeah. like deep down. I want to be my authentic self, but I think that uh, because my past is in my present and future, uh, the things that have happened in my past when I am being playing full out or I am being authentic that were um, a letdown or a breakdown, which is an unfulfilled expectation in my interpretation. Mm-hmm. Uh, those breakdowns, I've let them chip away from my authenticity, mm-hmm. uh, or and from my, not from my authenticity, but from the presentation of my authenticity. Right. Gotcha. So, I still know who I am. I'm still doing my thing, but I don't always share my full self. Mm-hmm. And so, it's those breakdowns that I've let uh, kind of weigh me down. And I think that that uh, that's one reason why I look for that authenticity in someone. Whether it's a friend, lover, coworker, whatever. Yeah, I was having a talk with uh, some some friends today uh, at work, and uh, we were talking about that. I made a joke about one of their mothers because their mom is just beautiful, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Jared's sister. I never said that on this show. What are you talking about, sir? Oh, he said it. I'm saying I didn't say it was you. Uh, his sister is beautiful. <laughs> hey, ain't you? Um, hey, I told you said hey. No, oh, no, no. Yeah, I did. I told you. Anyway, <laughs> I'm joking. But um, so oh, I yeah. was making the joke about uh her mom. Um, uh, and every time she facetimes her mom, I hop in. I'm like, yeah. hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. How old's your mom? And she was like, uh, man, you really like older women. Huh? I was like, I actually do. And uh, I tell this story because it, my reasons for that that I gave was like, you know, older women know who they are. Yeah. Hmm. Older women have the gift of experience. Mm. <laughs> so they've been through, you know, maybe a marriage and a divorce and they've been through co-parenting and they've been through, you know, life and they, they just know who they are. So older women, I guess, to tie back to your point about authenticity, there's a, a certain uh, authenticity to, to how they deal with you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because. They're just being authentically themselves and they're self-aware yeah, and the I'm fact that they know what they want. Right, right. So I'm going to deal with you where I want you and I'm going to communicate to you that, hey, this is where I'm at. You know, yeah. whereas a lot of times with younger women, they, they're still finding themselves right. and they're still kind of all over the place. So to go back to the fairy tale, right? right. A lot of them uh, have these unrealistic expectations, you know, because, again, you can put out into the universe what you want, but you can't control another person. Um, so, you know, oh, I, I want, and, and that was another conversation and I know I'm, I'm jumping conversations here, but it, you know, it's fluid. Yeah. Uh, so I was talking to my boy uh, this weekend. Uh, he's barbecue. Boy. My boy, uh, Brent. We got to have him on. Barbecued uh, Sunday. But, Tell, hey know, Brent, what's up, man? No invite? Yeah. I Shit. didn't think you would want to come. I would have invited you. To Brent's crib. Yeah. This guy, I don't even know Brent. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Tried it. My guy was going <laughs> through some it. things, and I brought him to Brent. And I was like, yeah, Brent will yeah. get to you straight. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. 
fuck your life, Jared. Damn, but, but okay. um, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So Brent and I was talking because Brent has a daughter, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we were just talking about her, and he was just we, we started talking about women, and he was just saying how you know we set them up, you know, <laughs> for these unrealistic expectations. Think about, of course, Disney movies. <laughs> you know, we 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 make them seek validation in in the partner they attract, and in being married and being you know a mother and you know like we 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 set them up for these. being rescued yeah yeah and so and then you you add social media to that and it's just like you know what i'm saying it just blows that up you know to go back to the get you a russell conversation for example you know it just you know right. that kind of stuff but anyway we can move on from this let me uh but yeah older women they know themselves and i love that shit yeah. hey miss parker <laughs> you gonna let me fuck miss parker <laughs> Hey <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'm just quoting a movie. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let you slide with it. It's, it's, yeah. it's a great movie. I it thought is. it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. I appreciate that. I retract uh, <laughs> <laughs> that last toxic bell. Anyway, I want to share uh, something else that I saw uh, and get y'all thoughts on this really quickly. Uh, this was a, a gentleman named uh, at Just Keith uh, Killer, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he he had a thread. Uh, let me read it. So he said, uh, I really think if you and your partner don't have your own personal space in your relationship, it won't work. Mm. Like you got to know when they need their moment and not to barge in. There's still safe boundaries to be had. It's perfectly okay to let them have days for themselves, dates by themselves, quiet days to themselves. If they can't get all they need from themselves, how are they going to make the team better? Mm. Don't mm. got to smother your partner just to show love. If you associate your partner needing their time to, air quotes, wanting to cheat or be around other people, then you already lost. You have no trust or understanding of one another and how y'all move. If everything is an honest, genuine openness, they'll always respect the relationship. Uh, what do you guys think of that? So let me start first with this. So <laughs> I um, I know you mentioned before how you, you love your your space, you love to be isolated. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. And for me, um, and that's hard, by the way. Before you continue, I I, I understand self awareness, right? Yeah, I understand how that can be hard for somebody uh, to to deal with. Yeah, it right. I can understand how that could be hard because uh, I've dealt with women that they wanted to be the source of my happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, they they to them because I'm so independent and because I'm. You know, I don't. Or you the source of their happiness, and they they didn't. Yeah. Well, I was, I think, in this situation, the source of their happiness. Uh, I was something different from what they were used to, Mm -hmm. and you know, I brought they they thought about me all the time. Her words, Uh, but it was hard for her that she couldn't be that for me. Right. Right. And I was, you know, younger at the time, but I was. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, but I, I, I get it because I, you know, for me, it's hard. People, um, some people yeah to that that isolation is what i need yes. to recharge my batteries yep so for for me even even when i'm being authentic so we use that word a lot it still takes energy yes. in order to to replenish you 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 have to set that 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 time to be isolated and to reflect even if it's just you know fucking watching tv and scratching your ass you you, you got to you got to didn't, didn't want that imagery from you right now but that's fair that's fair <laughs> <laughs> but you need you do need you do need that and um 
fortunately for me, um, Kim does understand um, that I need those breaks. So whether it's being at home by myself, not doing anything, or just, you know, taking a, a trip, going to my mama's house, whatever. I think it was interesting because I was talking to one of my friends um, about that. And I, I said I was, you know, mentally tired. I needed a, a recharge. And and I got so much from her, like, I see, this is what you need to understand. I'm trying to use her words in, in her tone. This is what you need to understand. See, it ain't about you no more. Y'all is one. And okay, that that's, that's that's interesting. And um, although she she is a friend, and I, and I do love her, she was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> she was absolutely wrong. And, so and I, it, it's I, like you said, the the team. You can't you can't. Can I cut y'all off real quick and ask a question? Yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever been in a relationship that really brought you life? No. Um, it's an interesting. It's an interesting. For it's, a, a while. it's a very foreign concept. For right? a while, for a lot of folks, yeah. and I'm I'm asking the, I'm asking this question because we we're talking about settling and yeah. relationships and needing time away to recharge your batteries and all those things. Is it that we're just paired up wrong, and that the person that we're truly meant to be with brings you joy in life? Yeah, it shouldn't be that, right? It shouldn't have to 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 get to that. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I've I've dealt with people in the past that made me. Yeah, definitely, I've dealt with women yeah. that made me want to be better. Yeah, it made me feel like I had purpose. Like, mm-hmm. yo, man, I got to get my shit together so that I can feel worthy of her because right. she makes me feel like yeah, yeah I've been there. And, and not only that, like that inspirational type of thing. I'm saying like, I feel my peace, my true peace when I'm with you. Well, I say like when I say, when I, when I say peace, I'm saying like sometimes you feel like you got to recharge and you want to go out to a movie by yourself or you want to go out with the fellas without your girl and all those things. Not saying that those things are off the table, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying like when you really need to recharge, do you really want to go on a, on a, on a beach vacation or a mountain vacation or to the big city of New York or on a shopping spree and feel like you're have to work at it all the time. Right. Or do you want that vibe that just kind of meshes it would be and nice melts to have that. and like really gives you energy. It would be dope. And so that's what I'm trying to build. I mean, I, no, I get what you're saying there. And I've actually, um, I've been there spoken too. to a person, um, that told me, you know, spending time, I can't remember who it was, but spending time with their wife was their peace. And that when, when, yeah, when, when the yep. world um, gets crazy, you know, I want, I want to lay up under my wife and that's my peace. Now, I would love to have that. I, I do want to say, because I said my no so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Why I said this is because one of the things I have been uh, realizing through my, uh, self exploration is that, you know, I have looked, you know, for validation and happiness in in the wrong areas, and and at first first it starts within, and so for me, I'm always thinking like I need to have this come out from from inside and then go outward. So for if I if I were to look for someone who would 
give me peace or um I I feel like what I would do is I would do anything to try to keep that and that's dangerous. I just feel like it's it's really dangerous to to rely that much on a person. And that, and that could be me just being not not wanting to be vulnerable, but to rely that mm. much. I think peace people is, change. Yeah, and people things are, happen. Emotions are fleeting, and uh, expectations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even though you don't, you try not and to have them. Gratification, that. society, it's like one thing, one one week is one thing, the next week, and, and people show you that all the time, not just in relationships, but you know, just in everyday life, people right. show you that. So I I understand that too. Yeah, uh, I've had that. What you talked about mm-hmm. fleetingly. Uh, I haven't. Had that what he said his his friend was talking about you know with his wife that would be dope to have. Um, I know I get a, a bad rap sometimes for you know being hard on them and all that. I just want accountability. That's all. I don't think that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's not yeah. let's not tear the whole conversation yeah, down, please. Yeah. No, 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 no. I just wanted to offer some context. But at the end of the day, man, it would be dope to have that. Yeah. It would be super dope. I wish that. And and to go back to you know. You know, he talked about just, you know, having a, a person to swipe away, right? Or whatever. Like, you know, I've been on the day yep. naps and shit. Like, it, it's, yeah, it, it's, it would be dope to have that, you know, and maybe we're forcing it a lot when we're, you know, just swiping and just trying to forcibly meet people on organic. I'm all about organic interaction with right. everything. And that's why I don't, I'm not moved by, oh, it would be nice to be up under somebody by right now or whatever. Yeah. I'm not moved by that. Like it, it has to be organic for me. Everything, all my interactions have to be organic. I just don't I'm think so I'm capable of, of feeling like that. I, I don't. You don't think you're capable at this point in time in my life. So don't. I don't so think. Yeah, I don't think I'm capable yeah. of finding peace from you're, from somebody else. You're, you're a little hurt. You say? <laughs> well, I'm 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 a bit you're broken, a bit, yeah. but and I have yeah. been for a while. But but right now I'm starting to realize it, and so I'm trying to work on it from within. Yeah, I, I understand yeah. what you're saying yeah. too, though, because, yeah. and I'm not saying it's it, you know it's, no, no, it's you got to be you yeah. got to be in the place to yeah. receive sure, that sure, love, sure. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. and absolutely. to see it for what it is. Yes, yeah. I've had it in relationships. I've had it, and then it fell apart. Yeah, because just because you got it doesn't mean you don't have to work at keeping Absol- it. Ab- well, say <laughs> say that again. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> just because you have it. Don't Careful. mean you gotta you ain't gotta work at keeping it. So, you know, what I'd say is is that uh and sometimes in this catch feelings and break up society, um, the possibility for that is there, but we're so caught up in the emotion of relatedness and relationships and not something real that it's very easy to date somebody and Write them off three months later. Yep. So, yeah. so I think it's it's it's, it's um catch twenty two. One of the uh, ask intellects that I had for tonight was uh, was about ghosting. Oh, there you have it. Shout out to our folks that are writing into the ask intellect. Yeah, I'm sorry I left it on the printer at work. Sorry, right, we'll, still we'll, we'll we'll promote it. Have a big. Maybe just do a big uh, segment for next week. Hold it up. So if you are listening, feel free to go ahead and um, if you want to ask the intellect anything, it don't have to be something relationship wise. You feel the need to, you know, men, women, just ask, ask away and, and we can provide these answers on the show. Let's say politics, relationships, questions about work, career advice. 
tech because technology. Jameson, you you you, I got a you with the technology tech background. Yeah, yeah. 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 Workforce mm-hmm. management. <laughs> <laughs> Business advice, you know, all all sorts of things. So anyway, write in. We want to talk to you. Yeah. And one week we may do a call in session too. For sure. Do we have anything else? I think I'm good. Yeah. I think I'm good too. All right. Wow, we got up under uh, two hours. All right. That's the ninety minutes. That's the Yeah. All right, folks. Thank you. Uh, for joining us as always you could have been anywhere else in the world but you were here with us and we appreciate that uh until next time uh stay blessed get stay vexed. vexed it is the vexed intellects get Peace. vexed good night